Right, welcome to the latest edition of the uh, Progress with the Unity podcast. Around the table this evening, we've got a fair old crowd. We've got Dan, how are you doing, Dan? I'm doing all right, thanks, Barry. Lovely stuff. We've got Greg. Are you doing, Greg? Yeah, I can't complain. Made it this week, then? Also, sorry. Yeah, 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 turned up this week. Ah, <laughs> right, very good, good stuff. Rob? Yeah, not too bad. I did the shopping on Saturday. I know you couldn't uh, make the podcast because you were out shopping. You told me you were doing a big shop. I do, I do only do a fortnightly shop. Um, fortnightly shop? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So what I did, I got to Tills and left me misses. <laughs> we should, we should yeah, arrange it so that the fortnights when you're doing your shopping are away games. It was a cut game though, wasn't it? Did that catch you? Because it was a cut game. Well, not really. It's just, oh? Uh, I wouldn't have done it on a league game though, to be honest, yeah. Right. Yeah. And Paul, how are you doing, Paul? Evening, Barry. Not too bad. And Gareth, you calm down. So you caught me at the wrong time with that. No, 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 we caught you at the right time. Yeah. I say it's an emotion, yeah. emotional game, and, and supporters are emotional, and that's what we wanted to capture. Yeah, yeah, I do want to talk about that slightly, actually, tonight. The emotions of that game. But we'll come to that later, I'm sure. Well, yeah, well, we'll start with you, but first of all, I mean, I'll just mention the stats, so we'll start off with the last XB Bournemouth and we'll look back on it. Now, the stats, the stats were. We had 12 shots and they had 9 in the game, so it was 20, 21 attempts on goal. We both had six, 6 on target each, which surprised me a little bit, because I thought we'd dominated in the second half a little bit more. And the attendance, uh, not the attendance, the possession stats were 54 to 46 to us. I'll just mention this and then I'll get it off my chest and then it's done. My biggest bugbear with the, with the old game was uh, the fact we made 9 changes and then he, he, he actually said it was to give them some development and I think if you want to develop a player in, in, in a first team environment you don't make nine changes to do it you, you, you'll make three or four changes at the most and then bring them in and, and that'll help them a lot more than being in a disjointed team and getting some abuse but anyway that was just, just, my, just my thoughts on it so go on Gareth, what were you going to say? The more I think about it we, what we go as fans, we're all fans uh, of Wigan Athletic and we go to these cup games thinking you know great let's have a good performance let's let's you know let's go through to the next stage let's have a cup run and you look back at our history in the cup and what actually happens I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that it's just a sideshow I think Roberto just sort of you know have a little go have a play about he's just not bothered about it to be brutally honest because our record is not good. And I don't mean that as a criticism. I think his priority is the Premier League. And I think he's right, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm, see, I was brought up on cup football as a Latics fan. And it's, it's, it's like in my genes. So when, more so than the League Cup. When the FA Cup comes round, it's just, for me, it's a fantastic competition. And I just love the history of it all. In fact, the only reason we've got a league is because we have the Cup. You know, that's how important it is. And I remember in my younger days, teams used to actually rest plays in league games and get fined for it because you had a cup game the following weekend. And that's what they used to do. It never happens now. We know it doesn't happen these days. Well, that, would you not consider that that may happen if you get a team that's mid-table and comfortably mid-table? I mean, what Gareth is saying is that we prioritise the league and use the cup as our development time. Which is exactly, you know, he's saying that's what he thinks Roberto's doing. Roberto's quite said pretty much exactly that. But we have, do we not have a development squad fixture games for developing our development? We do, but there's a, there's a huge difference between playing 
on a wet Wednesday in, yeah. in front of a man and his dog there's the risk playing on a Saturday afternoon at the DW. And you've got to remember with the under-21s now, we're not actually in the same reserve division as the other Premier League teams. We're playing against people like Rochdale and the lower league reserve teams, so it's a, a step down even for the reserves. Oh, that could have done any of them players any good on Saturday, is beyond me, if I'm being you know, brutally honest, in my opinion. I respect other people's opinions, <coughs> but in mine, it was just, I thought it was... Uh, they were, I think there was unger- one or two of them players was ungoed to dry a little bit. I thought Baselli was definitely ungoed to dry because he was he was crap and he should have been taken off, but he weren't. No, I and I have a couple of theories on that. One is that they might have been looking for him to nick a goal and they can sell him. Baselli, um, yeah, yeah, um, and the other one is that I think I've figured out what the problem is. It's one of expectation. Oh, I thought it was because he was crap. No, it, it, no. it's about it's one of expectation based on his price tag. He's awful. <clears throat> I don't think. Well, how, much price did we, tag. how much did we pay for him? Six, Six million pounds. Right, and how much is how much do you think he's realistically worth? Six quid. No, well, a free transfer. Be, try, try and be try and be reasonable. How much yeah. do you think he's reasonably worth? Well, right, so a million, sort of, probably two. A million, a million, a million, mm-hmm. a million. Yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah. If so I was a manager or a chairman of a club, right. I would sanction his transfer for a million. Pounds so, so I tell you, it depends what it depends what country the club plays in. Yeah. I think it'd be, I think he's fine in the Argentinian league, where you can afford to drop back and hold on and wait for the ball well, to bounce, then over and kick I'll it. I'll tell you, but when you're in the English league, you need to go up and jump for it. And he's not going to do that. Exactly what has happened. These two lads have bang on. If you get his price tag, which was six and a half million, and convert that from Argentine pesos to English pounds, eight hundred and twenty thousand. So they're about on the money. I th- I, on a day, they've, they've charged us six and a half million. They were charging us pesos, and we've been daft enough to pay pounds. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. There was an occasion in the second half. Just talking about Vasselli now. He was stu- stood on the shoulder of a, of, a, of a Bournemouth defender in and around the penalty spot. I can't remember who it was was going up, up the line and they crossed a cracking ball in it might have been started. I don't know who it was it was on the right hand side second half and it was there for Baselli to, to to just get a little yard on his, on his marker nip round side foot the ball clear shot on goal what actually happened he never moved and the Bournemouth defender went to the ball met it had time weighed his options up and cleared it upfield it was an absolute Is it that, was a joke there's one in the highlights on the on the player um, Sounds very much like the exact same thing. You, you almost, instead of busting a gut to get in front of the man or make some space for him, he almost he sees the ball coming and goes, Yeah, I'm behind him, never mind. I'll just kind of yeah. drop off and let him have it. That's his ball, not mine. He's a professional footballer, no matter what competition it's in. I know earlier in the season people, well, we were all raving about him, weren't we? In the League Cup and he played for the reserves, we were banging at tricks in. Even if, even if. He's, he, his future at this club is limited now, and he, he knows that. He's a professional football player, being paid money, he still should try to perform at, at, to the best of his abilities. Don't like it when it gets cold. No. It's not got really cold. So I'm getting bogged down with this now. Mm-hmm. So, Rob, what did you think? Uh, very disjointed performance, first half. And you could tell that the players on the pitch had not played much together, and that stood out like a sore thumb, really. Uh, I think Martinez was right to rest nine players. I know you said before, Barry, that it's a bad situation for put likes of Redmond in there, McManaman, and I do agree with that. But I do think a lot of players 
needed a rest after that was evident after the Man United game that we didn't need to rest him. So Martinez is between a rock and an hard place really, and he's got to get that balance right. And unfortunately, we come unstuck really, drawing it, drawing it home to Bournemouth. Mm. Mm. What did you think, Greg? What did you make of it from? Well, I'm going on the change, I thought I think you had to make changes because they were dead on the feet against United. It was one of the worst performances we've played in quite a while, and that's always dangerous against Man United. But did he make one too many? I don't know. I just thought some players just didn't put performance in. They had a chance there to, to really show what they can do, and they just didn't. You mentioned one there in Baselli, and I don't. I think it's. I think a lot of people are finally, you know, giving in. I know he's had. A few, he's not had as many games as a lot of people would like, and you know, give him a chance, give him a chance, and. I just think when he's had his chance, he's just not—he's not really been up to it, and he's not—he's not. I thought Enrique did more in the first ten minutes that he were on the pitch than what he'd done than what Baselli did the full ninety minutes that he was. It was—he hit the bad, didn't he? Yeah, cracking ever. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's good. that's that's one of the good signs to come from it, um, you know. And I think there's one or two others. I thought Redmond. I felt a bit sorry for him. I thought he was—I thought he was—he was just exposed once a little bit. I, I thought for what he did, what he did, I thought he did really well, and he, he was just brilliant. Last gas tackle, exactly. Yeah, and he, he put some great tackles, and he's definitely one for the future. But I just thought, you know, they, they could see he's one of our younger players, and I thought they seemed to target in Bournemouth. And full credit to them, I thought they were fantastic. It was a great goal well, as well. I was going to mention Bournemouth. I'm mean, sorry, Dan, before we get to you, but to give them a bit of yeah, uh, they're brilliant. They're better. Yeah. They're, I mean, I thought Bradford played well when we drew to Bradford, but Bournemouth were brilliant. They brought the game to us. Yeah. They reminded me a bit of how we play against some of the bigger sides. They just didn't have any fear whatsoever. Yeah. They went one nil up and they were chasing the second. They were a team full of confidence, weren't they? Yeah, you could see. Gareth was yeah. two last week. They've had a good run. You could see that. I mean, if there's a better team than them in, in League Two, then they're a good side. If you know oh. what I mean, because I thought they were fantastic. Well, I, I thought they were very unlucky not mm. to get a penalty. And I know a lot of people <laughs> thought it was a dive, but I've seen a TV yeah. replay of that, and there was. Yeah. Something in that we'd have been claiming for it. Put it this way: if we'd have had that against United, or someone would have been screaming blue murder. So yeah. I, I got away with that. Yeah, I go back to what I was saying about penalties. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a dive. No, he, he's had a crack, and he, he's just, you know, boys, he's a big lad, isn't he? Mm, Dan, what, what do you make of it? Of what the penalty or the game as a whole? Everything. Yeah, I think it was mentioned at the time. <coughs> I think it was Gareth that mentioned it, or it might have been Paul. But we liked that one piece of creativity that one player with the quality to push us on to create something, to create that first goal and then, who knows, maybe the heads go down. That generally happens with the low league teams, we've seen it in the Capital One Cup. Maybe if we'd have played Enriquez from the start, that would have given him a bit more game time because you've got to remember, wasn't this his first game in the FA Cup? First senior game Yeah. in England? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I think he's been on the bench once for United, has he? Yeah. I think so, in what, earlier in the season. But I would have still started with him. Yeah, I I was surprised either him nor Espinosa started, but um, I didn't realise Espinosa hadn't been trapped. I thought he'd been training with us, but apparently he hasn't, has he? As we mentioned before, can I just interrupt? Ooh. As we mentioned before, uh, when it, Enrique's at the bar, it was very unfortunate, though. Could have been mm. slightly bigger over as well. Mm. And I thought Gomez had a good game as well for yes. us. He was pulling the strings, wasn't he? He looked, yeah. he looked good. Uh, I've got to say, Golaba at the back, I thought he, he stepped up. Mm. Apart from a crazy, the crazy period right at the very death of the game when they were <laughs> playing ping pong with the ball, weren't they? Every screaming, get it upfield, get it upfield. But yeah, he did. He, come, he showed his, his a bit of quality there, I thought. The, the, the main thing that concerned me, though, I thought I'm a feel were overrun, especially in the first half. And 
I know it's all well and good saying well it's a different midfield we've made changes and no disrespect to Bournemouth but that's how we're good enough to dominate that game they just didn't do it yeah. I thought Enrique's movement was very good second half he was making some great runs and he wasn't unfortunately he weren't getting picked out well, that, uh, that comes down to the understanding doesn't it, it how was, long have you been there it was but I think again as well it's something we don't do often too, we don't do it often enough we, we always we don't get the, back, the ball from the back forward quick enough and two or three times I can't remember it may have been it might have actually been Golubur or Figueroa and then Riquez has pulled off, pulled off sort of into the channel and made a great run and he's not been picked out with a pass and that's something we don't do often enough for me we, we play it too much this tippy-tappy football at times when yeah. we can we can actually make well, one pass once we spent a bit of time line. together because I don't I mean when did he sign I mean we, I don't forget this game was on the 4th, 3rd, 4th, 5th something like that 1st first. 1st first. yeah he signed yeah, so he's, he's had two, three sessions, that's second, all. Second, second. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, at, at best he's had a few sessions with the, with the team. Yeah. Next time yeah. you see him, he'll have had three times that, four times that, plus a bit of game time. So you, you, you'll see them being aware that that movement is coming and aware that that movement, where it's going to go to and where he's going to be running. And I think you'll see a lot more people trying to pick him out. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, we're still in the competition though, aren't we? Yeah. You know, we're not sure you've got a draw. Um, we, the tie for the fourth round is thrown up a, a, an intriguing fixture for us if we can manage Macclesfield away. It's put pressure on them, isn't it? Because if we've got your City United away, I think all our fans are going, all right, well, if we go out to Bournemouth, if we go out. Well, no, I think if you couldn't really pick a better draw. No, fifth round's crack, beckoning, isn't it? Day, no, not even that, it's just a yeah. day out. Well, of we'll course, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at us, if you look at our. Uh, Fixture history against Macclesfield as league clubs. We've only met them twice, which sort of shocked me a little bit when I looked into it. Uh, but so all our meetings between the two clubs go back to non-league days. So we've got all that nostalgia wrapped in this tie as well. As I said before, I'm going back to what I said originally. As fans, we're sat here now, and I can see the look on you guys' face. I can see you lighting up, thinking. Uh, we beat Bournemouth, Macclesfield, next <laughs> ground, excited. Can't help it. He's bothered about the Premier League. Yeah, no. Sorry, um, but. Those are the cold hard facts. But I think, all right, the the, the leagues for the for the club and for the management and for for the staff, but the cups for the fans, isn't it? Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head for what it's worth. But the worst possible result of that game, though, was a draw, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought, you know, was it four hundred six hundred pounds? Worse than a draw. I don't know. They must have had they must have had another game down the south coast. No, but we'd have been sick, wouldn't we? Because we missed out on Macclesfield if we hadn't. True, that. I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, you know, that, that's the terrible, you know, Tuesday night, the last thing you want to do is dragging plays down to the south coast and then back up. Yeah, before yeah. we play yeah. Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if you're looking in terms of Premier League's the bread and butter, then yeah. a draw is the worst result. No, you, you get Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday, you get a four nights kit there before you've got to play on Saturday. Yeah, and I'll say pre-record that I think it's good for development for the players mm who's on the peripheral and, and coming through. I think yeah. it's a, another good, yeah. it's a good opportunity for them to show what they can do and develop them further. A, a good thing about it is we, we, we get, we play Sunderland on the Saturday after and they have also got a midweek replay that week because they drew with Bolton. So, you know, both teams are playing so there's no for unfair advantage though. Both have got yes. all the league opposition as well. So. And both, <laughs> both mm. yes, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you get to <laughs> remember Greg. Those players that you try that you're potentially trying to ship on. Yeah. Like Baselli and, and maybe odd one or two others. You get to showcase them in another game, don't you? So 
I'll just like to mention about going to Bournemouth, um, I've been looking at their own record. Uh, they've won seven, drawn five and lost one so far this season. Pretty good. Uh, 25 for and 11 against. Again, it's pretty good that in uh, 13 games, got 25 goals. Mine does have a record like that. When you look at it in a, differently, the last game that they lost at home was on the 29th of September. And they lost 2 1 to Walsall. Since then, they've played nine home games in, in all competitions and they've won eight of them mm. and only drawn. So they're quite formidable, I think. And it's going to be a tough game. Plus, Lewis Graben's back. He's the leading goal scorer, 25 year old. He's been around a while. Palace, Millwall, Brentford, Rotherham. Uh, and he's only signing this summer. 300,000 they pay for him. And he's got 10 goals in 22 games. So um, he's, you know, he's. Uh, He's going to be back, so it's going to be a difficult game down there. And the support watch as well, they sold all the tickets already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I've just arrived, haven't they? Got an email from the club this morning saying the Bournemouth tickets have, have arrived. And a few going down. <laughs> yeah. So, what do we think? Do we fancy our chances? In the replay? Yeah. Yeah. Pulse yet? Yeah. yeah. I, I think one of the problems we had on Saturday was that they, for chunks of the game they were sat with 10 men behind the ball and then when they come out a bit which they will do at home because they get a bit braver that'll create some space for the likes of Monsieur Gomez to do something behind them Paul and uh, Rob you both think we'll go through then yeah I thought yeah. yeah yeah Gareth I think he's bothered about it Roberto's not bothered Gareth's not bothered Premier League Premier League Greg I would like to predict it. I, I think it'll be tough. It's yeah. Tough atmosphere. Very uh, tough. Be, yeah, be I agree. Lot, they're going to have to be a lot, lot stronger than they were on Saturday because the atmosphere on Saturday. You know, they, I know they had a few thousand fans there, but when it's coming at you from all three corners, and you know, their players are going to be well up for it. I think. I think it'll be triangle is it for the three corners? All three. All three sides. <laughs> three sides. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll be tough. Um, I wouldn't like to predict this one. Right. Damn. I agree with Gareth and I wouldn't be at all surprised if I went out, perish the thought, but there's definitely the quality there to do them over, let's say, because if you look at our away record in Cups this season, it's actually pretty good. Particularly the man who we've just been disgracing, Baselli. If you just take his away games, he's got one of the greatest goal-scoring records of all time. But there you go. Maybe it's... He relishes George life Best on the road. Really good at playing that way, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did as well. We do need a, a drum thingy, don't we? Yeah. Drum machine. Well, we're 100% away this season, aren't we, in cup competitions? Played 2 1 2. Mm-hmm. Both finished 4 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, something to build on. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. I think, it, I think it's going to be really exciting. It's going to go to pens and we'll uh, gonna do more penalties. I think the fans are going to be a lot more interested in it now, considering who they've got in the next round. Because we'll, that'll be great there. I can't possibly for it already, we're not even yeah, through. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. tomorrow's. Macles, Macclesfield no, want us, don't yeah. they? So we've got to yeah. do it for them now. Yeah. Why what? do they want us? Because they think they can beat us. Is that it? They don't think they can beat Bournemouth. I suppose well, there's a Premier League side you want. Yeah. You know, we're one of the ones to pick, aren't we? If you want to beat your cup ups at our last few years. It's a valid question, that, because Bournemouth took hell of a support to our place on Saturday. So if they think they're going to get, oh, Premier League team, we're going to get more fans and make more money out of it. 
We'd sell 2,000 though to... To, to Mac, we'd sell out to Mac. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't think we'd get 2,000 tickets though. It's one, is it 1,960 I've seen? I think, I think that'd be the absolute top. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. that. They'll, they're gonna, they'll sell out. The ground's yeah, only 7,000 though, yeah. isn't it? Something like that. It's 9 o'clock on the morning. Well, they, they might give us an end, you know, like we give teams I mean, ch- chances are though one of the reasons they won't want Bournemouth is there's a good chance they go to Bournemouth Bournemouth are two divisions above them as well yeah. might as well take the look with a side like us and yeah well it's more attractive for the, the supporters isn't it playing a Premier League club than playing a, a League One club yeah. I suppose so they'll sell out their own end as well won't they even though it's not a Premier League side that's going to be put out <laughs> I think it could be I think, I think that's when he might start you know if we get through this round I think he might think well if we win this one or is it Last fifth 30, round. Last, last, is it last 32, the fifth, the fifth yeah. round, is it? Yeah. Well, we've only been past the fifth round once in a I mean, we've got this reputation as being a, a great cup side, but we're not, are we? Six, six of the last nine in the FA Cup, we've gone out in the third round. But even in our history, you go all the way back, we've only been past the fifth round on one occasion. What about Wigan Borough? We've only they? been past the fifth round on one occasion. Wiganborough are a different club, aren't right? for the for the dinosaurs, especially yeah. Wiganborough <laughs> to the Wiganborough rights. I reckon Martinez <laughs> might make eight changes against Macclesfield. Yeah. yeah. I think he might bring some of them Wiganborough players back. <laughs> Can I just point out, we've not got past Bournemouth yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, a voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to read down where all of Macclesfield on this. I'd love us to. I'm just going anywhere. I've already checked trends, 14.60. <laughs> is it? You have to change at Manchester though, won't you? Pick it a change at Piccadilly. Mm. Everyone's planned the day already, this is yeah. pressure now for Roberto. I hope he'll listen to this. Oh, oh, come on, yeah, full strength we'll be team. Your house. Um, we get Manchester at 9, get to Crowbar for a bit, go for a few pubs around there, to Macclesfield for 12. <laughs> You're not joking. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Right, anyway, um, bread and butter, let's get back to the bread and butter. We've got a big game on Saturday playing Fulham away at Craven Cottage. Um, we've not done very well in, in, in our history down at Craven, in our recent history shall I say. Uh, we, we've actually played Fulham 41 times in all competitions. Well we played them twice in the Cups and we won both of those. One name rings true to both, both games, Ellington. We beat them 2-1. The Duke scored both goals. The season after we, we faced them again in the cup and the Duke score again as we beat him 1-0 so we've won 10 games uh, to Fulham's 18 and we've drawn 13 times in the Premier League uh, it isn't that good actually it's 2 wins to 7 in Fulham's favour with 6 draws and we haven't beaten them since October 2006 it's a long time, isn't it? Do you? They're a bit of a bogey club, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. for us, yeah. Do you have a record at Craven Cottage there, written down? I don't. No. I don't. But the only time we've beaten them, though, uh, as a Premier League club, was when we beat them in 2006. Right. Pascal Scott. Henri- Pardon? Pascal Scott. Henri Camara. Was it Camara ball? Yeah, late on, 83rd minute, I think. Um, yeah, so... so uh, have not done too well. Although last season we we played them in the middle of that that good run, didn't we? We went one up, boys, and then they just they, they seemed to wilt, didn't they, towards the end of the game, and they come back. It was a yeah. sender off last minute, wasn't it? Eighty-eight minutes, something. Like that. They were worthy of the win. I always thought we were going to get a bit lucky if we got something because we were ju- we were just dead on our feet. We've yeah. been done so well, and you know, the effort was there. It was just it was just knackered. They just wilted in the second half. Great yeah. will for boys. Fulham, what type of team are they? Well. 
they've gone seven games without keeping a clean sheet. They've only won four at home this season. In six, so we, we played last played them in, in September, didn't we? September the twenty second, and they've played sixteen games since then in the Premier League, and they've only won three of them. In that time, we've won three as well. So very similar type of record. The six points ahead of us in thirteenth spot. So if we could, if we managed to get a win, we cut that gap down to just one win. So I mean, it's it's, it's a good game for us to go and win this one. I think. I saw Fulham's last game on the television against West Brom and this did the same sort of thing that they did against us at the DW Stadium. They're very proficient at it. The other team absolutely batter them, but then somehow they get like two shots in target in the whole half and then they score one of them oh, and win. That's all we want to be coming up against, isn't it? I know what you mean, you're right. Yeah, they, but they, they that look crap, but they get results, yeah. whereas we look good and... Don't get results. That's one reason for that, though. We've got Dimitar Berbatov. He's still You're right. Mm. He, he needs one chance in a game. He can be quiet all game, stand on the edge of the centre circle for 89 minutes, gets one good ball through to him, and he'll score. Well, how many do you think he's scored this season? I don't, he's not. I don't think he's been as prolific as I'm making out. But he, can he score seems to be. How many has he made? Probably about six or seven. Six, again, seven. He's, he's scored. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably made a few and all. In 18 games. Probably won't give for him though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. His movement that that day down at our place on 22nd of September. Did you say about it? Yeah. Uh, his movement was fantastic. Wasn't it? Absolutely. It's hard to watch. Yeah. The other I think when he went to United, he lost a little bit, maybe, because he was, he's in a different team. When he was at Spurs, he, he played yeah. very similar to what he played, he's playing at the moment with Fulham. But when he went to United, he, he took a bit like an edge off his game. Yeah, he, he, he was the top man there as well. Which he's one of these players, he's a bit. Um, I think Zidane was one of the archetypal players that don't look like they're putting any effort in. Yeah. So like, just sit there and just ping and just. Dink past somebody and then ping a pass somewhere. They just don't look like they're trying. Yeah, but he is. He's brilliant. Oh, yeah. He, because he drops to your 18 yeah. yard box up yeah. to pick the ball up and yeah. then he's, he's finishing it off in. in, in uh, no, he drops to their 18 yard box so he's pick, pick the ball up off us and then he's in our 18 yard box finishing it off. Well, but what he'll do is he'll just. Yeah. He'll, he'll glide. He's like, he's like a vampire, slowly, isn't he? He looks yeah. like a vampire <laughs> and, he, and he glides like one. He's, he's, you don't yeah. see his legs moving. He's a strange character, isn't he? <laughs> strange, strange character. And our old mate, Hugo, he's, uh, he's, he's a spoiler, isn't he? Well, he, he scored against us, isn't he? That's, that header what um, Berbatov set up for him. He's only scored two goals in yeah. 21 games. Yeah. The, the fans don't like him. No. The fans don't like him. He's, uh, they've gotten his back a bit. I think they're not as patient as I think we were. I know he's, he used to go through patches with us, well. Three, four games in over brilliant, and then he got quiet a bit. They've, they don't like it, and he seems to cop it a bit because they've got a bit more competition for strikers down there as well. And, yeah. I like, I like him more. Well, we loved him because he scored the important goals, didn't he? Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. You know, he scored at Blackpool, he scored against Stoke, yeah. um, and oh, there's count, countless others as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just not quite so memorable. I just hope he doesn't go the same way as Charles and Zobby has at Villa. Burnley. Yeah. My mate, my mate, texted me at, yeah, at Villa last night. And, you know, when they lost to Bradford and says, well, we'll give you six million to take and Zogby are back. <laughs> so I just hope that Ronald Lager don't go that way. It's, it's the case though, isn't it? It's the case. I mean, there's all the talk now about, about Arsenal and uh, McCarthy and for eight million, which is just so insulting as well as laughable. But, you know, uh, but he's a different character altogether, isn't he, James McCarthy? So. 
Arsenal's not that much of a step up. Well, he's, he's, though, he, he turned down. <laughs> he knows when he's ready. James McCarthy knows when he's ready. He turned down the chance against Liverpool because he knew he wasn't ready. Uh, when he goes, he'll be going when he's ready. Not for eight million either. Not for eight Do- million. Double that at least. He's probably signed a massive contract last season, wasn't it? Four, Extension. Four years. Four well, years. worth fifteen. McCarthy's worth about fifty. Henderson so. twenty. That's all I'm saying. Just yeah. to Liverpool. We'll give us about thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Right, referee on Saturday is uh, our old mate Mark Hattenberg. He's been out of the game a while, hasn't he? Yeah. Magical, uh, yeah, magical, uh, yeah. Uh, but this is refed seventeen games so far this season, fifty-four yellows in that time, and five reds. That's a red on average every three games. So he, he likes he likes flashing the cards. Uh, we've not had him this season. The last time we had him, does anybody know when? Dan's seen it, so you don't answer. The last time we had Mark Kattenberg refereeing us. Blackburn away. Blackburn away, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Blackburn away. I, to be honest, I don't like Kattenberg. I, I, I've always thought he's a good ref. And every time I said that, he always has a shocking game the next time. So. <laughs> there was that penalty he didn't give, though, wasn't there? Blackburn away last season. For that. For Blackburn, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I mean, he's a good ref. <laughs> I, I can't remember who we were playing, but there was—I remember ranting at him in front of the set. Well, just something went on in front of the south stand last season. I remember going mental over him. Yeah. I think he's won a lot of supporters this year as well with the way he got treated with those idiots at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's back in West London, isn't he, with a Fulham game here? Mm. Uh, he's, he's actually refereed us before at Fulham, um, and that was a momentous game. Jason Scotland's goal. When we lost 2 1. The goal. <laughs> oh the goal. I felt sorry for him. I thought he was a, he was a, a, the most unlucky striker <laughs> yeah. that we've ever well, had. Well, Schwarzer should have saved that one, but we're not going to big up, Jimmy. Yeah. Right, yeah, so we've got Kattenberg on Saturday. So, how do we think it's going to go down? Oh, well, looking at some of Fulham's previous results this season, there's been a couple of three alls. Now, I wouldn't mind another one of those, because it would be a good game of football, and we'd have a point out of it, thank you very much. Mm. It's about time we had a draw, isn't it, in the league? I know we've drawn in the court, but how I many league games have we drawn this season? Two. Two. Two games. Last season we drew lots. I mean, 15, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Two draws against QPR and... Everton was 2-2. Everton was 2-2. Everton was 2-2. this season. So three, oh, three, three, then. Yeah. Three, yeah. Yeah. three, three. Sorry. It's all right. That's what you get for counting his fingers. <laughs> I thought it was two, actually. No, I was not saying how many. I was just saying, <laughs> giving him a sign. Yeah, so we've, uh, you know, I think we'll do, do a couple of draws. And it wouldn't go amiss, would it? It's going to be a defeat. As you see it going, Gray. Uh, I think we can get a draw. I think we'll get, as I said, that as if all we'll be looking now. I think, we'll, I think it'll be a draw. I think we'll, we need a performance. Um, so, yeah, one one. One one. Bob. Uh, when you was talking earlier about Fulham's form, uh, they start this off or that earlier in the season, um, and then the bad form coincided with Brian Ruiz being out injured, and then sorry to alarm everybody, but he's back, when he came back, the first game back, Fulham won, and I think he's instrumental to what they do. That said. I think, again, I'm going to sit on the fence on this. I think we're probably going to get a draw out of this. I'm going to go for a one-all. Paul? Mm, I, I, I fancied last season's result, which was not 
last season's result in that game, but the, the result that happened most last season, which is a 2 1 away win. A 2 1 away win. For mm. no reason whatsoever, just. Brian Ruiz played against West Brom, which was the last game, and they won away 2 1 at West Brom, which. West probably fantastic, aren't they? Let's face it, so it must have been a good performance. But I agree with Paul, we're going to win. It's about time we did. I know we beat Villa, but without the Villa game, we haven't won for some, some time. We're due a win, due a good performance. Yeah. It's time to get moving. It's time to get moving, yeah, I, I agree though. Uh, I reckon we should try and swap Maro Baselli for that Michael Jackson statue over there bring that back because <laughs> it'll be worth more there's <laughs> more movement to yeah. it yeah <laughs> that's yeah what, what sort of do you, what, do you think there'll be any changes not changes from uh, from the Bournemouth game obviously there's going to be loads do you think there'll be any changes from the United game in, in, in the team for us on Saturday I think Enrique's might come in possibly but, but actually he played against United didn't he yeah so you've got to have a change, definitely. Well, well I, yeah. the answer to the yeah. question, yes, I do. Yeah. Well, I, I think last Saturday was a big chance for McManaman. I thought if he'd have played well last mm. Saturday, I think he'd have stuck with his hands in the middle and McManaman on the on, on to the right of him. While I, I don't think McManaman played too badly, I thought he put a shift in. I just didn't think he did enough to warrant a start against Fulham. So I think it will be, I think, Enriquez will get a start. Can you not see Gomez coming in? Hmm, there is that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You never know, mate. You never know. Probably see David Jones up front with us. <laughs> no, I'll go three, three in midfield. You know, with the uh, Jones, McCarthy, and MacArthur. As well. I think he'll tinker with the system slightly with Corner missing. I don't see him starting McManaman. Like Greg just said, I don't think he took his chance after that. He looked a bit lost at times, tactically, positional wise. Um, he was receiving the ball with it, with his back to to the opponent's goal a lot as well. Where yeah. he's more of the type of player I, th- I thought would be on the shoulder or at least face it, facing yeah, he the opponent. Yeah, he likes getting at him as well, doesn't he? Yeah, running at him as well. Mm. He had a bit of a strange game. I he's thought he's tricky yeah. facing the opposition. What about Dicko? Must have mm. called him for a reason. He played well when he came on for the last ten minutes. I'll tell you what, he's still bloody quick, isn't he as well? Mm. And he's put some weight on, hasn't he? He's filled yeah, out. He's filled out. Yeah, he's got a lot more confidence as well. A lot more confidence. He knows he can cut it in England. Though. I'd have him on the bench because he, I mean, as an impact player, at least he'd be fantastic coming yeah. up with his pace. I think he may recall him because was he not sort of coming off the bench at Blackpool? Yeah. And I think he may recall him to get him right to somewhere where he might be starting a few more games than he was at Blackpool. I don't think I don't see him in his first team plans in the next. Few I hope, I hope we don't need to, because we did it with McManaman last year, we recalled him, didn't we, and he didn't, he didn't play again. Yeah. I hope we don't do that, because yeah. he was doing well, Dickon, and he was enjoying it at Blackpool. So. But you think it's Appleton, because Appleton's not been playing him, has There's it? two or three games, the last two or three games he was on the bench, he'd come on, but he was on the bench, um, I don't know why that was, because for all I know, I know quite a few people who support Blackpool, they were saying he's been playing really well this season, he's been getting the odd goal here and there. He's scored five, hasn't he? Um, five times. So, I don't know what it was, but... No, I think if we're gonna if we're gonna keep him, we're not gonna send him out again. I think we've got to use him because I think he's a good player. Yeah, we're talking plenty of options though, aren't we? Which is a good thing. Makes a change for about a month mm. and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any, any changes, Gareth? Do you think? Or would you like to see any, anything? I would like to see, as we've said, Corny's gone to the African Cup of Nations. His replacement for me should be Enriquez. He's the one with the bit of class. He's the one. Got that touch on the shoulder, 
movement, I think he's going to be the one who's coming. I'd like to see Gomez as well, because Gomez, for me, for the last few games, has been superb. One of our better players. I think this talk of McManaman and Dicko, forget it. The cup games. This is back to the Premier League. For me, it's Enrique and Gomez fitting in with the, the Max and Paul Sergio. Yeah. Yeah, I think, one of, those, I think one of those two will be the replacement for Corey because you can you can either see Maloney, Gomez, and Franco in front of them, or you can see Franco and Enrique with Gomez. So it's whichever way you you invert that top triangle, isn't it? When was last time yeah. Franco played in the middle? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Blackburn away. All season. Yeah, or Wolves at home. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been out on the wing, hasn't he? Yeah. He's been the wise, he's like the Pilbara Moses role, hasn't he? So it could be it's a different role for him as well if he, if he has to take it up. And that gives a few goals as well. Mm. Yeah. Right then, so that's a tell I said what he's got anything to say. <sighs> no, right, so uh, big game on, on Saturday, an even bigger game on, on Tuesday, the cup game. Looking forward to that, sorry Gareth. Forget all the bloody drudgery of the league, let's get some cups. <laughs> silverware, that's what we want. Promotion, relegation, who cares? Get that silverware. Just think of home top bulls driving through Stanish Low Ground and up through Beach Hill. <laughs> Everybody waving. I hope it's when Dave Peel start there. He will, he'll pass reversals all the way. jumping the gun planning for Macclesfield away. There's no way an open top bus will make it to the He's already hired it. Yeah. No, I don't think he'll probably make it through Beach Hill if it's anywhere near where I used to live. Right then, on that note, it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. Thank you. type guy always takes his time soon I know you'll be changing your mind when you've seen him use a gun when you've seen him use a gun he's the top of the west always cool he's the best he keeps alive with his car Seen him, you're a gun, boy. When you've seen him, you're a gun. 
He's the top of the West Always cooler, he's the best He keeps alive with this cult Fortified Who's the guy who's riding to town In the prairie sun Seen him use a gun, boy. When you've seen him use his gun. 